0: Rockstar Energy is giving one lucky winner a trip to Las Vegas. To enter, text Vegas to 59570 for your chance to win an all-inclusive trip to Las Vegas from Rockstar Energy. Again, that's V-E-G-A-S to 59570. A confirmation text will be sent. Standard message and data rates apply.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Self-Made Mastery Podcast. My name is Adrian Finch and I am your host. And in today's episode, I am chatting with a dear friend of mine, Nicole Jacqueline. She is a business owner, YouTube sensation, entrepreneur, and also my really good friend. And I've seen her come a long way on her journey um, through this crazy world that is creating content. But not just that, but her mindset, the way that it's shifted, the way that she has learned to cope with, you know, certain Obstacles that we all face in this crazy life that we live. And I'm so excited to sit down with her and talk all about kind of the mindset shifts that she's had and her journey to self love, how she keeps a positive mindset amidst constant change. Cause, you know, that is the industry that we're in and that is the time that we're all in. No matter what industry, it's constantly changing. We're constantly having to adapt. And luckily, we as human beings are wired to adapt. But, you know, it can be tricky sometimes. And I, like I said, have really observed. Nicole's kind of transformation in terms of her mindset journey and I really want her to be able to tell this to you guys um, so you guys can get some insight into you know ways in which you can work on shifting your own mindset and just learning and growing from her story and I also just think she has an awesome life an awesome story to tell you know the business and the world that she's created for herself is amazing hello motorcycle in the background what's up (laughs) anyway so I'm not going to chat too much. We're just going to roll right on into the episode. Um, The only thing I want to let you know before we begin is that I'm starting a new thing called Self-Made Spotlight. And what this is, is I want you guys to be able to submit your stories or, you know, ways in which this podcast have positively impacted you or changed your life or maybe you've manifested that job you always wanted or had any sort of experience um, from listening to this podcast I want to be able to give you guys an opportunity to submit your story and whether that's text um, you can submit a video that's under a minute or a photo to go with the text and I want to be able to feature you on our Instagram page. Um, So I'll leave the link to the Google form in the show notes of this episode and check it out. If you guys want to share your story, I think it's just so inspiring for others to be able to hear the ways in which this show and this community has impacted each other and you um, so I and I of course just really want to hear your guys's stories and you know it's always so fulfilling this is the most fulfilling thing I do is just helping others succeed and helping others become the best versions of themselves so without further ado I'm going to play my episode with Nicole Jacqueline all about self-love self-reflection and the art of trusting the process because you know I talk about that all the time and how important it is stay tuned you're listening to the Self Made Mastery Podcast, your ultimate guide to total transformation. I'm your host, Adrian Finch, and I believe wholeheartedly that anyone from any background can create and live their dream life. And the best part is, you only need one thing to start your mind. So join me here every Wednesday on this transformative journey to master your mindset and unlock your greatest potential. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Self-Made Mastery Podcast. Today, we have another exciting guest. I'm so happy to be back in the flow of having guests and not just be me all the time, spitting that knowledge, even though you know I love doing that. So today's guest is, like I said, my dear friend, Nicole Jacqueline. What's up, girl? Oh my God, that was so sweet. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. What's up? I'm so glad we're doing this. I feel like we you have just been this constant in my life for so many years now, probably like what four years we've been friends. And I feel like you've just always been someone that I've been able to go to for like business advice and just asking questions about YouTube and the weird world that we live in. Like what the heck do we even do for a living? I don't know. Um, so thanks for always being there. No, thank you for
0: having me i 'm seriously so honored and it 's been be such a fun podcast
1: i know i 'm pretty excited um, okay so guys basically today we 're going to talk kind of about we actually want to do a full episode later on about kind of nicole 's whole entire like entrepreneurial journey. She obviously is a huge YouTube creator, and she has you know built an entire kind of empire for herself um and there are a lot of ups and downs that go with that and there's so many different elements of that that I want to touch on but we're going to save her whole journey for another episode so stay tuned for that because i've been talking a lot about businesses and kind of starting businesses and quarantine and all of that lately so i want to switch it up a little bit and get back into some of that mindset stuff some of that real raw life stuff that happens what's been going on now and kind of These lessons and these challenges that she's had to face recently, Um, and we're just gonna go for that. I think you guys will really get a lot out of this episode. So, Nicole, how the heck have you been doing lately? And also, can you just give us all a little bit of a background on who you are and what you do?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've been doing well, trying to like adjust to the current times. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I. Yeah, I started my, I guess, like online journey, if you will. I started way back in like 2013. I was a little, a little girl, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was in, yep. I was literally in high school. Um, I've been doing YouTube now for like seven years. And in the last three of those seven years, I've been really honing in into a niche, which is called slime. Mm-hmm. So I make slime related content and I have built a slime business outside of YouTube where now I sell slime that I make in my videos and I also resell like DIY supplies or any other craft supplies within my slime shop. So I've definitely had quite a journey and have just learned so freaking much, especially about mindset and when you are your own boss, how important it is to have a strong mindset and just like rise above all the stuff we go through every day. So Mm -hmm. I've definitely learned a lot and I just would love to keep talking about it more because it's so necessary. And I think it's so important. People realize that yes, you are following a super cool quote unquote creator, but they go through the same stuff everyone does. And it can be quite a rough journey, but it mm-hmm. honestly is what you make of it, you know? So it's been a huge learning process for me to like be able to talk about it now is so cool. So I love it. Yeah.
1: Um, no, I, your journey is seriously so incredible, and. I just love, I've always related to you kind of in terms of not only the, the process of like just building and not having a handbook, right? Like we were never given this guide of like, here's what you do. If you're starting a YouTube channel and you want this to be a career, like we've been living that journey of figuring that out. And like, yeah, like you said, I mean, how many, without needing to get into any of the details, I mean, you've diversified your revenue streams as well. So how many like different kinds of platforms and ways are you making your income?
0: Yeah, I've definitely diversified a lot over the years and just seeing how important it is to always have multiple income streams. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess outside of YouTube, so I have YouTube as my first income source and then my slime shop. And then I also sell and create merchandise. I've recently done more drop shipping to kind of save money on buying the bulk and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my social media, which you know occasionally we'll do like other brand deals on Instagram. Um, I recently started my own podcast as well, yeah. which has become a very small source of income. But I think it's definitely one that is so worth investing into, which mm-hmm. is why I'm like so down to do podcast collabs all the yeah. time.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I'm so fun. proud when you decided to make that podcast, which I just think was like one of the coolest things and smartest ideas. And, and I'm sure like I can relate to that too, where when I started this podcast, it by no means was it for income or to, you know, to make money off of. And of course I hope one day this reaches enough people where it can make that income for me. But it's also, I just hope that it reaches that many people so that that many people can hear these, you know, stories and tips and everything. Um, Well, that's incredible where you have started and where you are now. I think, again, like would love to do a whole episode kind of going through that journey. Um, But what you mentioned perfectly segues into, I think, a big chunk of what we want to talk about, which is kind of that you just have to rise above everything and just trust the process and trust the journey. And, you know, especially with a career like this, you just never know really what is supposed to happen, what's going to happen. So if you're not loving the process of it, you're not you know, maybe doing the right thing. Right. So true. So true. Yeah. So how and are things like that's Oh no, Sorry. go ahead. Go ahead. And, and I feel like, so recently
0: I've just been hearing a lot of, if you don't like enjoy the process, like how will you ever appreciate the final results? Mm-hmm. And that really hit me. I think last year was probably the biggest year for traveling for events, traveling for just specific niche events that I really was able to take part of for the first time. And I feel like I would spend every day in this like panic of, got to get this done. I have to do this. I need to do this now. And I don't know if I enjoyed it, like I should have enjoyed it. And then this year I've had time to kind of reflect on it and just change my mindset a little bit because that's part of the the whole fun of having your own business and having your own like career platform is that you are in control of it. So I feel like I lost sight of that and I was like losing the fun of it. And like, how am I going to appreciate what I've built if I can't enjoy every day where it's weird or fun or crazy. And I just have really been trying to kind of change my mindset with that. Um, Because I want to enjoy. I don't want to look back in like 10 years and be like, dude, I literally spent the past 10 years in this panic of like, what's next? What's going to happen tomorrow? Yeah. Right.
1: I love that you just said that because I think one of the biggest things that can happen is, and it's kind of a natural human instinct is to be like future oriented because we're survivalists at our core. And I talk about this a lot on the podcast, how we fear things because we fear that we won't survive. That's like what our actual gut instinct is doing is it's telling you, you need stability, you need security. And so, especially in jobs like this, it's really easy to be living every day, like wanting to get to that next level, like worrying about the level that you're at right now, but you just can't. Like you said, it's so about enjoying that process. How are, what are some of the ways that you've kind of like shifted that mindset over and begun to really make sure that you're enjoying every minute of it?
0: Yeah, and honestly, I think when it starts, whenever I start to feel that like urge of like unsettledness or something is fueling my thought, if I'm like going down this weird spiral of I'm not working hard enough or why hasn't this happened yet, I try to just be more self aware that I'm starting to get into that place Mm -hmm. and just like go back to the root of why I'm, why I'm there. Is it like, ha- is it having too much coffee? Am mm-hmm. I just on Instagram too much? Am mm-hmm. I spending too much time on stuff that's not benefiting me? Maybe I'm feeling good that day and I have to bless it and like release it and like move on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just being more self-aware that I'm doing it and just being like, dude, this is craziest thing ever happening right now and maybe it's so stressful but this is probably like the like like the meat of it like this is the best part of it even though it feels like the worst right now like i'm gonna remember this probably more than anything else so why am i sitting here being like this is so stressful this is the worst like it's what you make it (laughs) i
1: love i love that and i think what's also so cool about kind of being an entrepreneur but also just even people who are employees or anything like we are in control of our lives and i think that's one of the hardest thing for some reason for people to understand is like we're in charge of our lives so not only should you and can you be enjoying every single day? But it also, that self-awareness is so key because you're also allowed to switch it up if you aren't enjoying what you're doing every day. Like if you, if you do that self-reflection and you think, okay, Nicole, why am I thinking this way? Why am I feeling this way? Oh, I had too much coffee. Okay, cool. Back to business. Or if you're like, no, you know what? Actually, maybe this isn't, what I want to be doing. Maybe I need to shift my priority or my focus to the other thing. And maybe this one is not so like, but that's up to you to be able to have that conversation with yourself and make those decisions. And I think that's one of the coolest like privileges of being a business owner is that you are allowed to make that change. And I've seen you make several changes and add things and take away things into your life and your business and, and without a panic. Right.
0: Yeah, totally. It's just like, just taking some like just like just like having some pride in the journey and like if things shift that's cool you know like years ago I used to only do content about life hacks and I -hmm. thought that was like the end-all be-all and then I ended up changing completely and I'm Mm -hmm. just like okay that's good to remember even in Mm -hmm. times where I'm like this is the permanent this is the final outcome when I'm like no this can be what I make it if I'm like tired of it change it up might
1: have a weird year, but mm-hmm. whatever. It's just part of the process. Absolutely. I love that. And speaking of like switching it up and just kind of going with that flow and trusting the process, you mentioned a little bit that you used to make a lot of content around events. And I think you were getting a lot of views on videos surrounding preparing for conventions and going to conventions. And I know we talked a little bit about this offline that, you know, when quarantine hit and this pandemic, Things changed a little bit for you. And I, I want to hear what what changed and kind of what was your immediate thought? Were you worried? Like how did you shift your content because of everything that's happened now?
0: Yeah, totally. So I make slime content, but I try to make more lifestyle slime content. Um, honestly, more so because I feel like my personality is supposed to be more on camera. Mm-hmm. I don't think it comes through in a voiceover. I want to be like super crazy with my with my hands and my gestures and like being like whatever on camera. Yeah. So I really do try to like keep my slime content. Yes, it's slime, but main premise is me in the video, mm-hmm. um, which is I had a hard time with because when the pandemic hit, I was like, dude, half of my content involves traveling to a location to meet viewers and I'll make videos at conventions or brands will send me like, like recently, I think last year Elmer's had their first ever like slime headquarters meet up with a bunch of slimers. It was like such a really cool engagement. I blogged about it. And a lot of my like channel growth last year was because of conventions or just doing more socialized things, and when the pandemic hit, I was like, "Okay, what am I supposed to do? So I kind of fell back on my like fourth or fifth best video, and I started to notice that my channel was falling in subscribers, and I really had like a month or two where I'm not gonna lie it kind of froze. I didn't really immediately have a strike back of a plan. I was like, "What am I supposed to do and I had this whole like panic of I have to get a real job and this whole thing, and honestly, I think. It just shows that um, if you can really work it out during a pandemic and figure out your business and model and like restructure it, you are going to be just fine. Like, if you have been given every single odd against you and you can figure out how to shift that and make it be something in your favor, then you're gonna be just fine. Mm -hmm. And maybe that doesn't mean you're generating a revenue, but you're learning so much freaking knowledge. So Mm kind of like going on a tangent here, but my point is this whole pandemic really did teach me to just take more pride in the journey of it all. And yes, maybe I'm losing some followers here and there, but it's just because my content is changing now a little bit. It'll go back to normal, hopefully, whatever that literally means, but I have to just be confident in the process of it all. And if they're leaving, that's okay. And I'm not going to lie. I recently hit a million subscribers and I've just been like wavering, like only a thousand, it's like 2000 into a million. And with my content changing, it's been really kind of, I'll have a day we're all gain, but then I'll lose a ton. Then I'll, it has been super yeah. up and down. And I think in the past month or so, I've been trying to really shift my mindset and be like, okay, if we fall under a million, who cares? Like, and obviously I'm very proud of it, but at the same time, I can't let this, number, like just run my life, Mm -hmm. honestly, and like live in fear of falling under a number. And I'm thinking about it and I'm like, I spent the last seven years growing my business and putting myself out there. And now I'm not taking my own advice. I'm sitting here being nervous to take a, to like take a leap when my whole career is based off taking a leap. So what am I doing like I'm limiting myself so hard. So I've been just trying to like embrace it, embrace the change if it fall under whatever like yeah i'll have a more engaged audience okay cool next like yeah.
1: let's, you know <laughs> i'm so impressed i'm so impressed and i think that your mindset is absolutely spot on and and something that we always have to do is this self-reflection and I, I always preach this is like the most important honestly the most important first step before you can shift any sort of mindset before you can manifest things before you can really get to that like best version of yourself is you have to get comfortable facing yourself learning about yourself, becoming aware of how you react to things, why you react to things. Do you like how you react to things? What meanings are you going to assign the things that are happening in your life? And you had this choice right there of, okay, I might fall under a million subscribers after all the hard work that I've done. I don't deserve that. Like there are two kind of sides to look at it. On the one hand, I completely understand, like you've worked so hard to get there. You hit a million, you have all these people and all of a sudden you're like, hello, where are you all going? Stop leaving. <laughs> and that feels bad, it feels terrible. I totally get that. And you have that choice in that moment to let that mean that your business is failing. Let that mean that you're not doing the right thing anymore or that you might need to shift or pivot or people don't like you or people don't like the content. Or you could sit there and think, you know what? At the end of the day, I've built this business. I have come so far. I'm still at almost a freaking million subscribers. And if I lose some, whatever, I'll only just gain more later. And I think that's so cool that you kind of had that moment of like, I'm going to flip this. I'm going to choose to flip this because it really is a conscious choice, but it's not always easy to arrive at that right away. And I'm really like proud. And I want to talk about kind of like how you were able to arrive at that. Like, what even kind of, was it, was there like one defining moment where you were like, all right, no, I need to be, I need to shift my mindset or was it kind of over time or like what happened?
0: Yeah, honestly. And it's really funny because it's it's kind of ironic because I think all of like last year I spent every day being like, am I going to hit a million? Like, is it going to happen? Like, all I want is to hit this number. Mm -hmm. And then the minute from literally the day I hit it, I was like, oh my gosh, what if I fall under it? And this thing that I was literally longing for, I was like, Mm -hmm. this is it. Like if I hit this, this is it. And I hit it and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to fall under. Like it is a revolving door. And I let myself like, Called, like I kind of came off the hinges into it. Like I was in that door and I couldn't
1: right. get out of it. <laughs> Isn't that so? Like I I love that you just said that though because this is such a theme in life with everyone from the most successful billionaire CEOs think the same way sometimes or maybe they've now tr- like you know transitioned their thinking out of this. But yeah, it's so freaking true that. To everyone, it's all relative. And I learned in this Yale course, The Science of Wellbeing, which I actually um, reference a lot, I learned about these reference points that we have. So for you last year, your reference point of success and happiness and what you wanted was hitting a million subscribers. That was what your goal was. That was your reference point. But what we as humans fail to realize and recognize is that the second you hit that reference point, your reference point changes. So now it's, well, I should be at this. Or now you're, for you, your reference point was then, okay, I better stay here or else. And it's so funny because we don't often take a moment to actually sit there and be in that moment and actually congratulate yourself and appreciate that you got there. And I feel, and I feel like-
0: that's So true.
1: Yeah. And I feel for me, like I was going to ask if if you feel like gratitude is something that you practice or that you, you know, try to think about and be mindful about, because I think that's one of the most important things. You know, it's kind of like the everyone thinks like rich people or, or successful people must be so happy, but it's like mo money, mo problems. It's like, you're always going to have quote unquote problems. If you choose to, they're just going to change. So here you are with a million subscribers, someone with a thousand subscribers is probably like, Oh my God, she hasn't made like, why is she complaining? Like it's perfect. But then in your head, the second you hit a million, you have even greater goals, which isn't bad for the most part. Like you want to always have goals. But sometimes I always find when I'm in situations like that, that I have to stop and really be like, Adrian, be appreciative right now in this moment for the fact that you hit this milestone. Don't think about everything else yet. Like don't don't already move on to the next. Um, And I think that's like so awesome that you kind of recognize that that's what your mind was doing.
0: Yeah, totally. And like you said, the whole gratitude thing, that's so important to take a step back. Literally every single day I've been trying, and since I've arrived at this, you know, I need to be okay with the uncomfortable and whatever. I've been trying to wake up every day and just be like, I'm so freaking grateful that I get to wake up and work from home. Like what a dream. Honestly, mm-hmm. like I've never in my wildest dreams, I think I would be here. And I just stopped, I stopped looking at all the artificial stuff, like the views and the numbers and like stuff that I can let my, I can let it control my life. Like I can wake up every day and be like, wow, I dropped 10 overnight. Like wow, I suck. I can mm-hmm. do that to myself or I can be like, all right, like whatever I can move on. And I just have to be okay with that. And I think it's truly made me a stronger person overall because I stopped letting stupid things dictate my life and stuff that I just cannot control, like algorithms or numbers right. or just like Ugh. those things. Yeah. And controlling hard, the controllables
1: but- and like Leaving the rest right and it's really tough. It's really tough with certain I mean with any job or industry where You know in a way like you're being judged based on your performance or on numbers But in our industry those numbers are not really reflective of our work So you could put in all this effort and make an incredible video and it could get not a lot of views And that could be just because of simply the algorithm or simply where the video is placed But in a normal, I feel like in a lot of jobs, like if you're working hard and you do your job the way you're supposed to, like you are rewarded with whatever that metric is of success. Like, okay, you did this and therefore you can now like be promoted or whatever it is. For us, it's like sometimes the videos that I spend the least amount of effort on like blow up and go viral. And the ones that I really work hard on do not so well. And so it's like, it's, not reflective of our success or of our hard work, um, the results aren't. And so it's it's and I can so relate to you on that that it's kind of hard to train our minds out of measuring it that way. Like, hey, just because this didn't get views, you need to remind yourself that that does not mean that this was not quality, that you didn't do a good job, that people didn't like it. And it's so hard. So I freaking feel totally. you there. <laughs> yeah. Totally.
0: And it's just like. I've really been trying to be more mindful this year because a lot of what I do is I do measure my worth by my productivity. I'm like, if Mm -hmm. I don't work this entire day, at least eight hours, 12 hours, like like nose to the grindstone, like I'm not allowed to go out and have fun. I'm not allowed. And I kind of like put these limits on myself and I've been really trying to get out of that and like enjoy my weekends. It's like be a normal 24 year old girl with my friends at the beach on a weekend and just doing those things that keep me normal. But also if I don't adapt my lifestyle to being more normal and not just like crazy, 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 I'm gonna have more long-term success, but also Mm -hmm. just not burn myself out, which is so easy to do, but just trying to be more mindful of Mm -hmm. how I'm working, what I'm working and just like things I'm doing in my day-to-day life Mm -hmm. to just like keep that going.
1: I love that. And that goes back to enjoying the process as well. Like we're constantly, I think part of being a content creator is that once you finish one piece of content, you're already in the middle of the next one. It never kind of stops. And I have found too, that kind of similarly to you, like it's been hard to feel this sense of like Finished or accomplishment, or like, oh, I did this, it's done because it's constantly this revolving door. And so it was also hard for me to like take breaks and feel like I deserve to take the break or that I accomplished something. I'd always have this itch to be productive. And I too, I think you and I probably kind of realized and hit this point at the same time where I was like, hold on though, like our everyday life needs to have that balance of relaxing and self care because if we're not enjoying, the work we're doing but then also enjoying the free time we're having and the friends and the fun stuff then literally what the heck we're chasing this like end goal that will never come because we'll never actually be there
0: <laughs> so true that's a, that's a great point and just to like take gratitude and the things that happen every single day and the fact mm-hmm. that we can do this right now and just come like we're doing we're literally doing a video call podcast episode across like the entire US and we're just making it work yeah we've been come I feel like youtubers or entrepreneurs become just queen like kings and queens of making it work Mm -hmm. and it's not said enough honestly there's so many things that happen that we just literally can't control and we just have to learn to be super adaptable Mm -hmm. um and we are by nature but we don't like change so we're really just trying to be down with it
1: (laughs) that is so i could not have put it better like We as humans are literally wired to adapt. Like we are wired to, so we shouldn't be so scared of having to change and adapt. But we also hate change. Like we don't want to do it. We fear it because it's the unknown. When you change something, you are now, it's uncharted territory. You're not familiar. You're not comfortable. But we're wired to adapt. So you will get comfortable. You will get, it's kind of like this whole pandemic. It's like at the beginning, We were all like, holy crap, like everyone was like, my life is so different and we're all going through this at the same time. And now it's like this new normal kind of, like it really has changed a lot of the way that our lifestyle just goes and a lot of the communication styles and a lot of things have just permanently changed. And now I feel like, you know, I'll never be fully like used to it, used to it, but it's not anything like how it was at the start. Everyone has adapted and has kind of gotten used to this new normal. And that's, I feel like important.
0: Yeah. And I'm not sure this might come across the wrong way. And I just feel like I'm trying to look at this whole pandemic and and like from like some kind of bright side, you know, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm trying to look at it from the point of everything happens for a reason and not that anyone deserves to literally get COVID, but I'm just saying that because the world had to kind of come to a stop and we had to figure it out Mm -hmm. that happened for a reason and i'm trying to just like put it in my head and just believe it that we had to slow down and take a second to rebalance ourselves and adjust our thinking and just take a freaking second and just trying to like just take some like it was a word just take some power to it just Mm -hmm. believe in it and just believe that it was supposed to slow down we were supposed to redirect ourselves and it really has allowed, I think a really popular opinion everyone kind of has like drawing back from this is they've had this opportunity to slow down and redirect their mindset and become more aware of their own thinking. A lot of people mm. are trying to figure out how to work from home. And, you know, you and I, we've done that for the past, like, so for such a long time right. now. So we're like hey, what's up? Welcome to the club. Yeah. Welcome to the cool. club. Yeah. It's been so cool to kind of watch people that don't do this every day. get to do this now. And yeah, I don't know what my point is here. But I'm just saying that it's no, just been that's such a
1: cool. It yeah. definitely has. And honestly, Nicole, we are so similar. We're just like such similar people. Cause I was literally telling someone the other day, that same thing, how I said, like, it's been really cool to watch people adapt to a lifestyle that I've lived the past five years. Yeah, like, anyway. it's been so interesting because, on the one hand, I'm like, oh, like I remember when I first had to get used to <laughs> this. Like, it was such a mind, you know? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, and it's like, but it's super cool to watch, and it also kind of just—it's made me very appreciative of each moment and I know I always am like live in the moment and I feel like ultimately I do but I also am very future driven and and you know thinking about the future and sometimes overthinking the future and I think that this whole pandemic and quarantine has really because we have no idea what's going to happen and we haven't known this whole time we've kind of just had to wait it out you know they kept saying oh April 15th nope April 28th nope June whatever like ev- the dates kept getting pushed back and things kept changing and things opened and then closed again and like we've literally just had to learn to be okay with not knowing what's going to happen. And that is such an important lesson and also very hard to like wrap your head around, I think. Um, And I'm just so proud that you, you know, you have like such a good mindset and such a good head on your shoulders. And I think it, it takes a lot of time of doing your own thing and having to, you know, make it work, like you said, to get there.
0: Rockstar Energy is giving one lucky winner a trip to Las Vegas. To enter, text Vegas to 59570 for your chance to win an all-inclusive trip to Las Vegas from Rockstar Energy. Again, that's V-E-G-A-S to 59570. A confirmation text will be sent. Standard message and data rates apply.
1: What's your advice for someone, you know, maybe who's struggling a little bit more to view it this way, to take these changes that are happening now and are having a hard time kind of seeing that silver lining and finding something positive out of it. Like, do you have any advice for kind of how to do that?
0: Yeah. And honestly, I think everyone is so different. It just, it's super case-to-case depending on what you're going through. But I do think when it comes down to it, um, the only common denominator in everyone's life is themselves. So I think you just have to really wind it back to yourself and when you start to go down this spiral of whatever it is if you're overthinking or if you're like this is this is not figured out i hate that i did that just try to get back to where you where did this spiral start what's you know coming is it like your own insecurity do you like crave validation and you aren't getting it like go back to yourself because for me personally whenever i'm having a rough time it's almost always something that i've like put in my head i've put this thought in my head or i've just created this whole like nervous way about my life that mm-hmm. I'm like functioning in. Um, so once I get back, I think for everyone, just try to get back to the root of it, what's causing it. And maybe it's like, you just can't control it and you have to just accept it personally. I've been trying to like write out little notes when it, cause that whenever I'm feeling like I'm in a strong headspace, I will write things out that I know are true. I'll mm-hmm. be like, okay. Um, what I know is true is that, I have built this and that there's always ups and downs like this is not new just write things out that you know are always true because then Mm -hmm. once you start going down this weird hole of overthinking or whatever I will always come back to that paper and be like okay Nicole you're just having a weird time right now these are things that you know are true and it's weird because it'll always get me back to this like okay mindset where I'm like okay you know what? I love that. Everything is fine. (laughs) I love that.
1: That is so wise. And I think it's techniques like that, that, that allow you to almost eventually it becomes this thing that you're not thinking you to do. Like, what am I saying? Like, at first you're intentionally, when you're in that weird headspace, you're saying, okay, I'm going to write these things down. And then I almost, this is how I feel with like practicing gratitude as well. And just practicing like positive thinking is that you eventually do it so much that it becomes a part of your natural lifestyle. You're not thinking about it. Like your brain will just automatically go there. Like you'll start thinking of the things that you know are true. I've noticed that about like positive thinking and positive like self-talk is that I actually really quick, like story the other day. Um, I like made some comment about how my calf muscles are so big because they are. And like, that's just the truth. But I said this to a friend, we were talking about something and I was like, oh yeah, my big like chicken leg, not chicken leg, like skinny, but like a chicken drumstick calves. I always like call them chicken drumsticks. And I kind of looked at my friend and, and she looked at me as if like, she was about to say like, oh my God, no, they look amazing. Like she was looking at me as if I just dissed myself. And so I really quickly was like, which are so cool. I love it. And like, because actually I do. And it was funny. My, and my friend kind of laughed and I, she's like, wow, like way to be positive. And I was like, I was like, whoa, that's so funny. That was like my mind in that actual moment without even thinking I've trained myself to not even go to a negative space and to just speak about myself positively. And so the second I said something that could have sounded like I was dissing myself, I instantly was like, which I love, like I was, giving myself a compliment and i don't care if that sounds cocky like i just think no. anything that you repeat and and do enough times like practicing gratitude or talking about yourself positively and having confidence it becomes just a part of your natural lifestyle it it comes out without thinking and so for you i think that's so freaking awesome because I'm sure, like it'll get to a point too, where when you're in that weird headspace, you just start thinking those things without even like thinking that you're thinking those things. Do you know what I mean? Exactly.
0: It's like once you correct those thought that once you correct the thoughts that you're having every single day with that self talk, it becomes a part of your life, and yes. you don't even notice it until you're yes. already doing it. Like like yes. just like you said, and yeah, I think self talk is super underrated because. It's just one of those things that we do but we don't know we're doing it. And mm-hmm. so once we like tap into it more unconsciously or sorry, consciously, mm-hmm. we do it more unconsciously. And then we become just much more aware of what we're yes. saying and doing. I love that you had that whole you just realized that, that you were doing it. And yeah. I think I've been there too, where I'm like, I'm literally beating myself up right now and that's so stupid. Like just I'll just stop it right there and be like just kidding, that was dumb. Like, yeah, what am and I it doing? was
1: so <laughs> funny because it was like it was like everything that I preach and everything that I, I, I've done the research, I've read the the science behind our brains and why these these techniques that I talk about on the podcast work, I know the, the know, right? I know the knowledge, I spit the knowledge, but it's always every single time without fail. It's such an incredible like feeling when I actually see it happen to me in that moment, like everything I'm talking about. And then I'm like, that literally just happened. Like I talk about all the time how it can just, you know, this, the more positive thoughts you have, the more your mind just becomes accustomed to thinking that way that you'll start thinking that way without even, you know, consciously doing it. And there it was in that moment, that exact thing that I say will happen, happened to me. And I love, I love seeing it actually come to fruition. It's so cool. Oh,
0: totally. And just kind of like winds back to what you are, when you say to the universe, just whatever you like put out into the world is what, come back, is what comes back to you. So if you're sitting there saying just this one phrase, the energy that you're putting out is going to come back to you. Yeah. So if you're being negative all the time and just saying like, oh, I'm terrible. I didn't work hard enough today. I want to have more money. I want, I want, I want, I want. And you're just becoming so detached from those things that are happening mm-hmm. every day in your life. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. I always say like, no, I always say, also, excuse the garbage truck noise outside. I don't know if you guys can hear, but I certainly can. Anyway, um, garbage day, I, garbage Normal day. Woo, things. love that for us. Love, love also, it. why are they here on Tuesday? They're supposed to be here on Wednesday. Anyway.
0: Anyway, everything is different. Literally everything. It's all weird. <laughs>
1: Garbage man. <laughs> A garbage man. Hello. Um, but but back to what you're saying, like I always say, you know, if you guys are having trouble to like kind of getting to that mindset where you can stop yourself from having kind of the negative spiraling thoughts because it can be hard sometimes. I always just say, like, I used to say actually, I used to say fake it till you make it. What I meant by that was even if you don't believe what you're saying, like if you're talking negatively about yourself, let's say you actually believe that you, you know, aren't capable of of succeeding or whatever. And you catch yourself saying that even if you don't yet actually believe that, yes, you are indeed capable of succeeding. If you're like, no, I really don't believe that yet. I used to say fake it till you make it. And I would say like, literally say out loud, like I deserve to succeed and I'm capable of it. And I'm going to have a successful business. I can do anything, whatever, like say those things, even if you don't yet believe them, because you're actually training your mind to start like believing that and you're putting that energy out into the universe, which will come back at you. I've then, I have since then changed the phrase from fake it till you make it to be it till you believe it. Because I just think like faking it, it's not, you know, we're not about being fake here. It's kind of, it's, it's saying the same thing, but I really love my business coach said, be it till you believe it because it really just emphasizes like, embody it no matter what. And the more you embody it, you will believe it without even trying. Like you, your mind will literally begin to believe it because thoughts become things. And what you say is what you think. And like it's just this insane. Oh, I could go on a huge yeah. tangent about that.
0: No, I love it. No, it's but it's just like it's the most simple thing to say, mm-hmm. but it's the most meaningful and impactful thing that you'll ever adapt into your lifestyle. Yeah. This being self-aware of stuff you're doing and saying. Mm-hmm. And it truly it's so freaking cheesy, but it does change your life and it will change it your does. life. And your perception of everything that happens in your life, I you look agree. at it also differently.
1: and I think if anyone is struggling with that like seriously just begin the little steps of like just noticing that you said something negative and then the next step will be now you notice it so now let's instantly flip the thought like even if you don't believe it yet just shift the thought to something positive then the next step is like you'll find yourself actually starting to think more positively naturally and you'll you know but you're so right that like our brains also do so much work subconsciously that like the first step is you have to become aware that you are experiencing like you're having negative self talk and if mm-hmm. you're not aware you can't make that change and i like to i like to make challenges with myself like i've gotten so into having so much fun improving myself, like instead of beating myself up for like, oh, I should be better at this. I've now taken it upon myself to just make everything a challenge. Like, like I literally told my boyfriend the other day, I was like, okay, I need to, every time I apologize for things that like, I shouldn't be apologizing. For, like, I'll be like, oh, sorry. I just like talked forever or whatever, like things that aren't yeah. bad. And I'm almost like apologizing out of like insecurity. I was like, every time I apologize, like I'm going to Venmo you $5 (laughs) and like, or like, I'm going to put like money in a jar and then like, we're going to freaking use that money to like go on a trip. I don't know. But like little like challenges like that, like if I know I'm losing money or something, it really challenges me to like shift it. And it's because I sit there and I decide, you know what? I don't like that I'm doing this and I know that I can stop doing this, but I need to A, recognize why I'm doing it and B, shift the thinking around it and then C, like, you know, create some sort of game, like (laughs) something that helps me do it.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. And that's just the best example too. I think we always say sorry and I'll always be like, oh, And the, as a woman in, in business, I feel Mm -hmm. like we are kind of, not that we're trained to say sorry, but I feel like we have kind of adapted it into our vocabulary as like a very popular word. Like, oh, sorry, I'm talking. Uh, Sorry. I have opinions. Sorry for my, just sorry for being here. Like Mm -hmm. what? But I think it's so important that you said that because that's such a big, such a huge topic to like spiral into. And whenever I'll do like a meeting with usually not to, not that it is always men, but a lot of times calls that I'll be on, it's mostly a men industry mm-hmm. or just a bunch of guys. And I've really had to just stop like before the meeting, I'll look all like, honestly, this is so cheesy, but I'll go to the bathroom and look in the mirror and just out I'll, I'll loud be like, I am amazing. I deserve this. I should like not back down. I should say what I want and just go for it. And if they don't like me and they call me whatever they want to call me, that's that's not my problem. Yeah, and just not be sorry oh for that gosh. and just be like, I'm so I don't know. And I it's love so, that, just like, yeah, you know, just like I'm happy I'm here. And that's all it is. It's, I'm not sorry for talking. I'm glad I said that.
1: Oh my cool. gosh, cool. <laughs> I think that's literally some of the best advice. And I'm gonna start taking that advice because. Holy crap. Like, yeah, it does sound cheesy, but that's what we're all about. It's like, sometimes the cheesy things are the ones that were really making a big difference. And I love that because I also feel like it's so easy that like, when you're sitting there alone in your own thoughts, you can know these things. Like I'm a boss. I have it. Like, I'm not going to let them, you know, walk all over me. But then oftentimes when you're actually in that moment of like needing to stand up for yourself and needing to like, own yourself it it is tough like your immediate instinct or mine is is to kind of like retreat and so I love the idea of right before like reminding yourself hey you're about to be in this meeting and you know that sometimes you let other people overstep and you just need to hold your ground I love I think that's literally like the best piece of advice that I've gotten (laughs) in a long time dude totally
0: yeah I've I've applied that to my life so much more recently I've been doing these so much like bigger scale calls. And Mm -hmm. I, I always in the past, I will like retreat. I'll be like, you know what? You're right. Like, you know, my brand, I do. And then I'm like, that's so silly. Like, why would I waste all of this? I spent so much time and years and hours on my business. Why would I in one like 30 minute phone call back down? Like Mm -hmm. for what? Like I'm the only one that's losing out from that call. So it's like, I need to get better at it. And I'm really trying to be more aware that I do it Yeah, because it's just like, I've worked too hard to let it all taken in one 30 minute call or whatever it
1: is. Oh my gosh. I love it. And this honestly all circles back, which is like a perfect kind of wrap up to this episode, which is that it all circles back to also just like owning yourself and owning the fact that it is up to you to decide the meaning that things that happen to you are going to have. So like, for example, like with you, with the million subscribers and potentially going under the second that you own it, if you decide like, Hey, you know what? If I go under who freaking cares, I know that it means this and not this. And if you go out there and you own that people can't really give you hate, like they might still, Mm -hmm. but like, and the same for me, I was saying this example earlier, like, like I had a point too a couple of years ago where I really panicked about like the stability of my job. And like, I had this whole thought of like, oh my God, I do not want to go work for a company again. I don't want to be an employee. Like it's going to be such a hit to the ego. Like I'll be so embarrassed. It'll be like my business failed if I have to do that. And I instantly like, not instantly, it took me a little bit of time, but I finally came to terms and flipped my mindset into, you know what, like that could actually be, a really positive thing, if I choose to look at it positively, if I choose to instead think about the learning opportunities, the networking, I'm isolated at home in my job, it'll be so cool to work with other people. And then if I'm worried about what other people think, if I go out there and I own that, and I'm like, yeah, I'm so excited to work for this company. I've like, I really wanna learn more about this thing and blah, blah, blah. If I'm owning that, then like, who is someone else to be like, oh my God, her business failed, that's embarrassing. If I'm like, no, I wanna, I'm choosing to do this. Like you're owning your decision. And I think that's just 100%. that same with you in the meetings. It's like when you're owning who you are and what your business is and the fact that you know, and sometimes it's like, you even have to just put on a little bit of a, like, again, it's be it till you believe it. Like sometimes it is intimidating in big business meetings where other people really do have knowledge and expertise. And it's hard to always be like, no, I'm right. Especially us yeah. who I think are such like giving like empathetic, caring people. Like where we're like, oh yeah. no,
0: like totally. Like, I'm like, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Oh, you're, right, you're, you're right. right. Oh, <laughs> screw
1: me. But like, I think that's. It's such an awesome like learning opportunity like for both of us and it's so cool to see that you've done that where it's like, no, you just got to go in there and own it because you do know what you've built and just because you're a woman or that you're young or whatever like all that doesn't mean jack she in this grand scheme of things. So true.
0: Yeah. It's just so I true. It. Honestly, oh, I love this topic so much. I could honestly I go on for like hours. No, I'm just the same.
1: Like, uh, uh. I, I love that this, like, I knew that we'd get into mindset stuff, but I definitely love that it took a leap into really into that because I know that, I know that you and I relate so much on kind of like the lessons, the mindset lessons we've had to learn. It's not like we were born with all of this. We've had years of doubting ourselves and wondering what the heck we do every day. And we still do, but like, when you are in that position where you realize that you can shift your mindset, like that you're in charge and you can decide to shift it and to make that change, it's then just the most incredible journey from there, I think, and you and I, I think, have both kind of been on that journey for a few years now. And I I love that we talked so much about mindset. I hope you guys listening have gotten something out of it. Um, And I just want to remind you, like, you know, it's one thing to hear a bunch of people who talk about their mindsets and how good their mindsets are now. And I want you to know, like, we all were not always like that. And there are steps you can take. Like if you're sitting there feeling like, oh, but it just, it seems so much easier than it really is. Like, I just want you to know, like every step is important. Like taking one step in the right direction, just taking one step today to shift it. Even if it's just a slow tiny little step, that all adds up to the biggest amount of progress and you will get there. So just keep listening to stuff like this and keep hearing other people's stories of shifting their mindsets and actually really embracing who they are and, and becoming the best versions of themselves because you can freaking do it too. <laughs> I promise it's you. so no true. You literally thinking. can. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You really can. It's like, if you want it bad enough, you really can do it. It's yes. just like, accepting that you do want it bad enough and you will do whatever you can to make it happen
1: Uh uh-huh and if you're sitting there and you're like no i don't know then like question question everything ask why to everything if you're like no i can't then sit there and be like why am i genuinely saying that do i actually just not really want to badly enough or do i just like so not believe in myself or like get to the root of like why you're thinking, and that all goes back to the self awareness, which we talked about as well. Totally, and it just all goes full circle. But you literally, like you said, can do anything that you decide, yeah, so truly. Maybe, except maybe make a vaccine for a uh, COVID, but okay, <laughs> uh, <Hey>, maybe. <laughs> you never well, know. I know, right? Well, Nicole, <laughs> thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm so glad we got to chat and I definitely, definitely want you back. I'm so proud of just, I've been so proud and excited watching your journey over the past, like however many years we've known each other and you I just don't. never <laughs> cease to amaze me. I'm not saying that. Like, I oh, really oh. don't say that lightly. Like I am so impressed by you and your work ethic and your business and, and all the challenges is You've faced, so keep killing it! And thank oh, you thanks, for girl. sharing all of your wisdom with us. Where can people go find you?
0: Yeah, so I'm pretty much Nicole Jacqueline everything. Everything. I'm pretty much Nicole, Nicole Jacqueline, Jacqueline everywhere. All the
1: places. Are all where. the places.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, YouTube, podcast, Instagram, all the things. Just Nicole. Jacqueline. I'm going to put
1: all of your links slime shop everything down yes. in the show notes so check her out check out her podcast it's super cool still how many months have you been doing that now a couple months
0: i yeah i started in like january but i've okay. been really getting you know trying to be more consistent with it yeah. in the past few months so you awesome. know getting it oh, I'm so out. Proud.
1: no that's so cool and podcasts are such a cool different medium i love it's just feeling fun. like oh the garbage truck is back hello uh, um, me no, that's not what i love feeling like i love feeling yeah. like i'm like talking into someone's ear directly like into their brain yeah. like it makes me hi. feel like i have so much influence <laughs> and i can say so many cool things i can also say yeah. so many weird things if i want but Ooh, i'm choosing not hi. to.
0: and like be so vulnerable i'm like hi i'm yeah. literally here just talking from my heart like yeah. who wants to
1: listen yeah <laughs> it's free. i love it's free. it no i love it i need to go like binge listen to all your episodes oh catch you up <laughs> <laughs> well Guys, I think that just about wraps up today's episode. Um, and also feel free to find Nicole on social, ask her all the questions, hype her up in the comments, gas her up, oh, tell hey. her she rocks, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> that
0: five-star review.
1: Yeah, leave the five star, star, well. yeah. Yes. Um, do, as do al- it, honestly. Yeah. Oh, as cool. always. Yes. Yeah, subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review if you so please. That would be so amazing. You guys have been doing that a lot lately. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for listening and being here through my journey. I hope you all are doing well and really hanging in there. I have faith in you. You guys are the freaking best and we will catch you in the next episode. Love you guys so, so much. Bye.